as we say in the radio business, if you put that on the radio, people will listen to it. All right, here it comes. Anyone who isn't dead or from another plane of existence would do well to cover their ears right about now. Live on a little tiny microchip deep inside some electronics. Broadcasting to the world through the miracle of the internet. Ladies and gentlemen, this is U62, the TAR. Now your host, a man with a lifelong dream of getting paid to do this, Mark Pappas. On this week's show, we're talking about things, the Mayat Hot Springs, and even more Doctor Who. It's episode 3.32, Purple Skies and Rain Clouds. So sit back, relax, grab yourself some warm root beer and a towel that's oh so fluffy. U62 Natar, you're in for something special. Enjoy the show. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Mark Cap is here. Welcome to this week's episode of the Targ. Little secret about this week's episode. I am recording it ungodly early, uh, like about three days before I usually record my podcasts. Why am I doing it so early? Well, it's like this. The May long weekend is coming up, and so I decided to take that whole week off, have a little vacation time, kick back, relax, maybe a little staycation. I really haven't decided what I'm going to do in that week off yet, so I figured it's best to record this in advance should I go. I'll probably just wind up back home and Entwistle lying around on my parents' couch. Really haven't decided what I'll do back at home yet. You know, I'll probably at least uh, bring along my Blu-ray player so that way I can hook it up to my parents' brand new flat-screen TV and finally enjoy some movies in high definition. Failing that, you know, I think it might be finally time to break into my stores of childhood goods and finally do something I've been toying with doing for a long time. Ever since I discovered the internet, the first thing I started looking up was um, toys of the 1980s and finding out what I could learn about them on the internet. And for the longest time, I've been thinking I should do that. I should create a website dedicated to toys of the 1980s. And I know just the one to dedicate it to. Do you remember these games called Things? Things was an acronym stood for Totally Hilarious Incredibly Neat Games of Skill. Uh, some of the more famous ones, let's see, there was Eggzilla. That's where you had to assemble the eggshell around the dinosaur. And if you didn't do it in time, the uh, dinosaur would go flying in the air and the egg would shatter. And you'd have to pick up the pieces from all over the place. Remember that one? Well, I loved things when I was a kid, and I actually have all of them. I have the complete set. For, so for the longest time, I've been thinking, maybe I should sit down and create a website dedicated to things. I can photograph them. I can take YouTube movies of their wind-up actions all going and show you what gameplay is like. I think I just might do that if I don't find something better to do for my summer vacation. Wow, the more I outline that here, the more I realize I really need a girlfriend. Anyway, let's get to some music. So you might remember a few weeks ago I told you that I'd ordered in the mail the ultra-rare limited edition soundtrack for The Goonies. Totally awesome 1980s classic. Well, you know what? Here's another cut from The Goonies soundtrack. The CD finally arrived a couple of days ago, so here's a little cut from that album. It is The Goonies Theme on the Targ.
That is the Goonies theme here on U62, the Targ. Good afternoon. Mark Cap is still here with you. I can hardly wait to uh, get to my hometown and crank that up on my MP3 player and just go wandering the streets looking for pirate treasure. I tell you, The Goonies is such an awesome movie, and they really don't make film scores like that anymore. That is truly some 1980s fantasy film score at its finest. Uh, when you look at the making of The Goonies, it has a really good pedigree to it, too. It was one of the first scripts written by Chris Columbus. He, of course, went on to direct the uh, first two Harry Potter films. And um, it was directed by Richard Donner, who directed the first Superman film, and it is still regarded as the best. And, of course, the whole thing was overseen by Steven Spielberg. Goonies, such an awesome movie, but I've already spent far too much time on this podcast reflecting about it. But no, again, uh, thinking about my uh, upcoming vacation here that's going to pull me away from the computer, maybe. I know I was trying to talk my parents into getting the RV out of storage a little bit early and maybe heading off to Jasper National Park for a few days. I tell you, when I was a kid growing up, it just wasn't summer unless you went to Jasper National Park. I just love that national park so much. Uh, probably my favorite place there, the Mayette Hot Springs. I, I, I just love hot springs. I don't know what it is. I know there's lots of people out there. They're like, oh, yeah, sitting in a pool of hot water. whoop de freaking do But it's just something about it, man, especially because I've been going to the Mayette Hot Springs ever since I was a child. I still have memories of the old pool. Uh, the old pool shut down in 1984 to build the new pool that they have today and the pool you'll be soaking in if you go this summer. When you're done your soak at the Mayat Hot Springs, I highly recommend you take the little hike down to the old pool and just check it out. I still highly disagree with what uh, Parks Canada decided to do with the old pool. Essentially, instead of, you know, tearing it down or restoring it and making it an interpretive center, what they did was they kind of half tore it down and left the rest to go to ruin. Yeah, I don't know. It just uh, it doesn't work. It's this really proud part of the National Park legacy, just, you know, looking like an ungodly mess. I really would have preferred if they'd restored it and made it into an interpretive center, but apparently that would have been too expensive. And another unique quirk of the old Mayette Hot Springs pool, part of the reason why they had to close it. So the whole thing was built out of concrete, right? And in order to get the water to mix their concrete, they just used the hot springs water thing was, like all hot springs, it has all kinds of natural minerals and chemicals in it, and all those natural minerals interfered with the concrete, thus making it deteriorate faster than they expected. Yeah. But still, if you're going this summer, please take the little hike and check out the ruins of the old pool. You can take a little hike beyond that, go way back into the mountain, see the source of the hot springs. I tell you, it's just a whole lot of fun. My at Hot Springs, my summer vacation pick for you. You're listening to Mark Chavez. It's clear to all of you that I am awesome. On U62, the Targ.
That is one of my favorite pieces of music from the Doctor Who soundtrack. It's called A Clockwork TARDIS. It's from the episode The Girl in the Fireplace. Remember, that's the one where the Doctor teams up with uh, the Madame de Pompadour in ancient France. Probably one of my favorite episodes of uh, the David Tennant series. Good afternoon, Mark Kappas, back here with you on the Targ. I was talking about it last week, too, and again, I'm just re-immersing myself in the world of Doctor Who. As I mentioned on last week's episode, I got myself the big Blu-ray box set of Doctor Who The Complete Specials, the four TV movies that kind of signaled the end of David Tennant's time, and based on that, I finally went on s- online, embraced the world of piracy, and started downloading some of the new stuff with Matt Smith as the 11th Doctor. You know, watching the final one with David Tennant, The End of Time, the end was so heartbreaking because if you haven't seen it yet, basically for uh, the last 10 minutes of the show, we have the Doctor fighting his regeneration. He goes on this whirlwind trip around the universe in order to say goodbye to all his companions throughout his time in this plane of existence. And then, of course, once you see all that, his final tearful words, but I don't want to go, and then... He regenerates. It's a big, violent explosion of light because, you know, he was probably fighting it all the way. And then, boom, the 11th Doctor appears. And when he appears, the music suddenly switches to cheerful, upbeat, and he starts acting really silly as he starts assessing his situation and embracing his new life. I tell you, in those 10 minutes, you really run the full gamut of emotions. And now embracing the new Doctor Who, uh, last night I sat down and I watched the first episode of the latest series, The Eleventh Hour, and, hmm, I don't know about this new Doctor yet. Especially in the first episode, he really does seem to be quite manic, and almost irritatingly so. But I have talked to some people who have watched more of the series so far, and apparently he does settle down quite a bit, so I'm looking forward to that. And then, of course, uh, there's his new companion, Amy Pond. I got three words to describe her. God, she's hot. She is. You know, when we first meet her, she says she's employed uh, giving kissograms. I did actually have to go online and see if it's a polite British euphemism for a stripper. It's not. But still, it's just, oh, my God, she is absolutely gorgeous. She's my new secret girlfriend. Uh, but anyways, yes, at the end of the 11th hour, it was really cool. It had enough geek-out moments to keep me hooked. And, of course, uh, we saw our new recurring theme throughout this season. Apparently, it's something to do with cracks in the universe. And whether that'll have greater repercussions later on is... um something that is yet to be seen. Anyway, I actually downloaded the first three episodes of the series, so I bet you number two is ready and waiting for me at home, so I will bring this episode to an end. I'm Mark Kappas. This has been the Targ. I will see you next week. And this brings us to the end of another exciting episode of the Targ. Don't forget you can download a new episode of the Targ every week at chaosinabox.com. The Targ is written and produced by Mark Kappas under the watchful eye of 42 Star Wars action figures. The Targ is a Chaos in a Box production. Oh, but I'm not going to